Welcome to Collective Conversations. I'm Heather. And I'm Laurel. And we're here to talk about the modern hairstylist, share a journey of opening our very own salon, and share some laughs along the way. Get ready for the chaos, because it's what we bring. <laughs> Laurel, are you ready to podcast or something? <laughs> I'm ready, girl. I'm ready. She's ready. Welcome back to another episode of Collective Conversations. Oh, we're here once again. We're here once again to share our knowledge and opinions with you. We're so opinionated. <laughs> I'm waiting for someone to not like what we're saying. I'm, I'm trying to be very mindful of the things that I say. I'm like, I'll say an opinion, but in a nice way. Do you think we'll get over that? Like, as we do this for longer? Totally. Yeah, I think so, too. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think um, so. Before we get into our content for today, so we are wanting to talk about all things going blonde and then reversing blonde mm-hmm. as we're now into the fall season. Um, but we do have some updates on our salon. So... <gasps> Yeah, <laughs> I was going to turn things over to Laurel um, if yes. you want to kind of walk us through what's been going on yeah. in your new space. Okay, so I'm trying to think of like the last update that I gave everyone, but all of the plumbing rough-ins are done. And like plumbing's pretty much set up for us to put our chairs in there. Um, all the electrical rough-ins are done. We had our electrical inspection, our plumbing inspection, and our like progress inspection from the city passed all three. Heck yeah. Hell Yeah. Um, this is a process. Like it's more of a process than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Opening Um, a salon is no joke. Yeah. It's, it's like, as I've gotten into it and I worked construction for a long time. So I really thought I knew Mm -hmm. what I was getting into. I did not, I had no, no idea. (laughs) Um, but yeah, we have all of our walls up. Everything is drywalled. They're currently doing all the little like patching from where old, like, things were hanging up on the walls and like dents and dings, whatever. Um, my dad and I were just there and we were like tearing up the old countertops and taking off like the old lighting that was in there. And yeah, like we're getting really close. Painting starts on Tuesday. That I think is like what I'm most excited for. No, because that's when it starts to look like yeah, like space. it starts to come alive. Right? Yeah. And then after that, we can do like the lighting and the subflooring for where the sinks are going to be is going to go in after painting's done. And that's, I think, pretty much after that, there'll be like minor touch ups and things like that. But like, we can start getting things rolling here pretty quick, which I'm so excited and about. And we ordered, we've ordered some cool shit. Yeah, we've, I'm so excited. It's going to be, and the painting is going to be really, really cool too. Like we've got some funky things happening yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. It's going to suit us really well. I'm just excited to throw like a zillion plants in there. Oh my gosh. It's going to so be the vibe. My mom has like so many plants in her place right now that she wants to give to us, including one like tropical tree oh that she God. basically bought this as like a tiny plant at the plant store and like nurtured it for like two That's or three crazy. years. And it's like a freaking tree now. Dude, did you know like Costco has like crazy plants? Oh, too? yeah. We should go there. I and feel. Ikea. Ikea is great. Yeah, Ikea is crazy for plants. So we have lots of ideas for, for decoration of the salon, but I'm very excited. And Laurel, what is our slated... Uh, uh, date of opening november 1 november one. <laughs> 1 so you heard it here november it's 1st yeah. um rosa collective will be opening thank god <laughs> Hey, sexy lady. <laughs> oh my god, I think we're just going to be singing all the time. Hey? I think our podcast is us singing. 
Well, we're superstars, so yeah, it's fine. It's true. If, yeah. if you believe you're a superstar, then you are, you a, are superstar. a superstar. That's delusion. <laughs> Speaking of superstars, um, a lot of our clients are superstars because they want to go blonde, and blonding is our jam. Yeah, it is. That's what we um, love. This episode, we are going to talk about going blonde. Yes. What are the need to know things about going blonde? Yeah. Yeah. So. Let's say you're coming in to get your hair done and you've never had your hair done before in your life. You have virgin hair. Mm-hmm. Expect and wondrous things. What are you? What <laughs> can you expect if you want to start a blonde journey? Well, I think that, first of all, that depends on your natural level of hair. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you have fresh virgin hair and you're coming in and it's almost black naturally, you're not going to be a platinum blonde right off the hop. You probably have better chances than someone who has old box dye in their hair. Yeah. But you're still not going to be completely blonde. However, someone who's more like my level, like a seven or eight. Yeah. Expect wondrous, beautiful things to happen. For those who are listening to this podcast who are not hairdressers, Mm -hmm. can you explain the level system? I can. So the level system is a little bit wonky for a normal human being that's not a hairstylist. Because the lightest level is actually a level 10, and the darkest level is a level 1. I remember when I first was learning hair and someone told me one darkest, 10 lightest, I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah, it makes, logically, it makes no sense. Yeah. But, you know, it's fine. It's the rules. Like, we don't make the rules. It's the rules. And actually, the level system goes up to a 12, technically. Mm Mm-hmm. But... I, you would never tone anyone with anything other than a 10 and like some clear. And don't get <laughs> you know? any ideas. Like, please do not come in telling me you want to be a level 12. Okay. It's mm-hmm. not fucking happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a 10 is as light as you're going, my friend. Yeah, a 12 is oblivion. Yeah. A 12 is bald. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So in our salon, we offer a couple different types of blonding services. Yes. Um, and so maybe what I'll do is I will um, introduce those services and maybe love you that. can explain what, they mean and what the difference is. Yes, I love that. Um, so I'd say we have about five categories of blonding. Yep. So it depends on what you want. So first of all, we have our maxi blonde, which is our like platinum blonde, global, yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah. Then we have a balayage foliage, mm-hmm. which is so balayage would be more like freehand painting and you're going to be looking at something a lot less dominantly blonde. Does that Mm -hmm. make any sense? More sun-kissed, beachy. Um, And then a foliage, you're looking at what you would normally get with highlights plus tipping out the ends. So the ends of your hair are going to feel a lot more solidly blonde. And that's the service that I would usually recommend like that client with the virgin hair who's coming in for the first time. Anyone who's like, or if you haven't blonded your hair in a long time, like let's say you have highlights that are like four years grown out, mm-hmm. like that's a good that one. is a great service to start with. Yeah. And then you can always build the other services on after. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have a highlight and a partial highlight. Yeah. Do you so want, want to explain those ones? Sure. Yeah. So highlight is pretty self-explanatory. That's a full head of highlights throughout Heather and I kind of have the exact same placement, so... Like, um, I trained her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then a partial highlight is going to be focusing um, on your money piece in the front and uh, kind of the crown of your head. Yeah. 
And then last but not least, we have the Super Toner. Love the Super Toner. Uh, It's one of my favorites. It's honestly one of my favorite services too. And I love it for myself as well. Mm -hmm. And the Super Toner is um, foils just in the front for your money piece and then a toner all over. Like essentially just your front hairline. I usually do like six to ten foils yeah but like holy moly do those foils create such an impact it's crazy i just feel like that's such a nice service for like in between to keep your blonde Mm -hmm. feeling refreshed and then laurel i was gonna ask you what Mm -hmm. is like a must-have service or like an add-on service to to go with the blondes oh (laughs) i think you know what i'm gonna say i think i know (laughs) i'm gonna say k18 Okay, so now that we know that K-18 is, like, a must add-on for us, do you want to talk a little bit about why, especially for our blonde gals out there? Yes, let's tell the people about K-18. Mm-hmm. So I think to to truly talk about K-18 is to go back and talk about Olaplex first. Um, because, and I want to say in about, like, 2013 or 2014, um, a product called Olaplex number three was launched. Um, and actually it was Olaplex one, two, and three. So one being an additive that went into bleach to protect the bonds in your hair from bleach as bleach was going in. Mm -hmm. Um, and then two being a mask that kind of helped to repair the hair, uh, in the salon and then three is the same version of that mask for the clients to take home to continue to maintain that yes and at the time when it came out it was marketed as insurance for the hair like do not highlight your hair without it you can push the boundaries of how much you can lift hair because you have this bond protector yeah do you want to explain like maybe why the um like how the hair is made up of bonds and why a bond protector is important yeah, so that's it's kind of sciencey, and I don't know that a lot of people understand, but your hair is made up of keratin bonds that get broken down when you bleach your hair, and your mm-hmm. hair just automatically becomes a lot more fragile. You're like, <laughs> um, a lot more fragile, and uh, yeah, your hair is made up of keratin bonds mm-hmm. that get broken down the second that you start bleaching your hair. Yes, so it's basically just automatically compromising your hair and that's like kind of why they created Olaplex was to be able to try and ensure that that's not happening to the extent of what it would without Olaplex exactly and at the time that was groundbreaking in this industry because nothing like that had existed before Mm -hmm. and so I think Olaplex ran like as like the top of the line nothing could touch it for a long time very long time and then a few years ago a little product called k18 came out and yeah. kicked olaplex's ass and i'm sorry yeah <laughs> no you know it, what like we're not talking badly about olaplex it's yeah. still a great product and it was just, groundbreaking and it was absolutely i just i know that we both genuinely believe that k18 is just simply the superior product i think because k18 has been able to simplify that process Mm -hmm. with less product yeah in a shorter amount of time yeah and anyone who works behind the chair knows that time is money the shorter amount of time that you can perform any type of service the more money that you're ultimately able to make as a hairdresser so anything that can shorten a time is worth its weight in gold. Absolutely. And so K18, the way that I tend to describe it to clients is like Olaplex on steroids. Mm -hmm. So the way that it's been explained to me and the way that I'll try and explain it in the best way possible, and again, it's going to sound science-y, deeper in your hair are something called polypeptide chains. Yes. And think of it kind of like a staircase 
Olaplex goes in and repairs the steps. K-18 repairs the whole fucking staircase. Absolutely. The whole thing. And the difference being, too, is that Olaplex in the sink needs to be applied and then shampooed out. Yeah. And K-18, you skip your conditioner, apply K-18, and go. Yeah. So the thing that also happened where K-18 kicked Olaplex's ass a little bit was because, one, you're not having to do that second shampoo. Mm -hmm. So you're saving on product of, like, shampoo. And two you're saving on your conditioner because you're not even having to condition it. Yeah. And then you don't actually have to let it sit in the hair and then come back to the sink. You can just send your client out of the sink. Yeah. Now Olaplex does, or sorry, K18 rather does need to sit for four minutes. Yeah, but four Um, minutes is like... But four minutes is nothing in comparison to shampoo, Olaplex shampoo. Yeah. So... Um, K-18 is the treatment of choice for anybody who is putting bleach in their hair in our salon. I personally don't let any of my clients do a bonding service without it. I don't bond my own hair without it. You're the same with your clients. Yeah. And um, K-18 has come up with some really, really cool things as well for specifically in salon that I also think has changed the game for us. Mm -hmm. Um, The chelator being the main one that I think I notice a huge difference, the repairing mist as well, mm-hmm. or sorry, the protecting mist as well. But um, the chelator is meant to strip any like minerals and any crap out of mm-hmm. your hair before you go in and bleach it. Those are both steps that you do before you bleach. And there's one in one client in particular of yours that I remember seeing being like, holy crap. I have never seen her hair get so light mm-hmm. because of the K18 because of treatment. the chelator. Yeah, the yeah. chelator. Yeah. Um, the crazy thing too is that there is buildup in all of our hair. Yeah, well, it just comes from the water. Think about how much yeah. they put in there. Yeah, and 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 pollutants too. Like yeah. if you live in a city and you mm-hmm. walk outside, guess what? There's pollution in the air that gets into your into hair your and hair. that can alter your hair color. Yeah, absolutely. So we don't include K-18 as a, like, included in the service of blonding. It is considered an Mm add-on. It's an investment. So while we don't necessarily make it optional, um, it is $40 on top of a service. Do you want to explain why that $40 is worth? Because gold is worth money. (laughs) Gold is worth money. <laughs> look at it's like liquid gold. The way that I look at it and the way I would explain it to clients or to anybody or even in the conversation with other hairdressers is let's say, you know, if you're going to see me or Laurel, chances are for a blonding service, if you're getting a haircut too, you're probably paying between 300 to 400, 500 dollars, mm-hmm. depending on how much hair you have yeah. and the type of blonding service. <clears throat> what is $40 to that to make sure that your hair isn't falling out? Well, I think the best way to look at it is like you said, like you are investing in luxury hair service with us Mm -hmm. and you should be investing in good product to keep your investment healthy. Yeah. You know, there's no such thing as being blonde. Well, there is such thing as being blonde and being a shitty blonde. Yes. But I think if you're going to invest in a salon quality blonde, you might as well. It's luxury and it's worth the investment. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. And I I think that that's important for clients to know. And just product in general, like shampoo, conditioner, the right products, the right heat protectants, Mm -hmm. the right styling tools too. That's a fun one to talk about. Oh, yes. But also something that just popped into my head about K18 that I think is important is... With Olaplex, I feel like when you put in the number three, your hair feels different mm-hmm. off the hop. 
Yeah. Right. Because it's, it's a heavier, how do I explain Like a mask. It is like a mask, but, and K18 is a mask too, but K18 isn't something that's like, yes, it's a miracle product, but it's not going to work the first time you use it. And I think that that's something I've heard from clients Mm -hmm. a lot of like, well, I don't really notice a difference in my hair. I'm like, you can't use it once and expect it to just be like, your hair is perfect again. Like you got to let the product have the time to rebuild your hair. And doing it in the salon is great. And I yeah. highly recommend doing Absolutely. it when you're having your foils done. But when However, is important? taking it home is, yep. is even more important. Mm-hmm. It's like going to the gym once and expecting to have abs. Actually, this is something that I kind of struggle with as a service provider is like, when you're in my chair, I'm like taking care of your hair. I'm nurturing it. I'm doing all the things that I know are going to like protect it and keep it healthy. The second you leave my chair, I'm hands off. I can't mm-hmm. do anything. And that's something I actually struggle with. Cause like mm-hmm. having people come back into my chair being like, my hair is like fried, it's falling off. I'm like, well, what are you using on your hair? Like mm-hmm. I can tell you're using freaking Garnier on your hair. Like it's something that I think we've been kind of working on in our salon yeah. is like really getting into the nitty gritty with people and being like, okay, like, so this is your investment in, in your hair and the color that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. So like, what is your home? care routine like and I think a lot of hairdressers are afraid to ask about it because we don't want to come off as salesy or pushy or anything yeah but more so that it comes from a place of care oh absolutely we care about your hair and that's another thing that I think sets us apart too because lots of and I'm sure there's tons of hairstylists out there that care about your hair but lots don't Mm -hmm. they want you to come into their chair make the bang for their buck and then you're out and that's cool. Right. But for us, like we care about the integrity of your hair. And I think to truly, to call yourself a blonde specialist, which is something that I know that I have referred to myself as in the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. And I've been, I've trained you to, to be a blonde specialist Mm -hmm. and we will continue to train our, our um, students in it. It it is truly that, that you have that element of care for the blonde, you know, one thing that you and I do is if a foil is done, we pull it out. We don't let foils sit for longer than they need to. We keep an eye on our foils. So, you know, I don't put my client's head full of foils, stick them under a dryer and go smoke cigarettes for 30 minutes. You know, I'm, I'm there, I'm checking in, I'm making sure everything's okay. I'm making sure they're comfortable, making sure their foils are pushed back from their face. Yeah. That's like such a small thing that it's like, it's annoying to sit there with foils pushed up against your eyeballs for a half an hour or whatever that you have to sit. That's annoying. Yeah. It's those things that make a difference in a blonding service. For sure. So what are some of the trends that we're seeing for blondes um, in October of 2023. Oh my God. I actually love the trends that are happening right now because people are starting to go back to the more lived in, more mm. natural, mm. more uh-huh. sun-kissed. Oh, speaking my language. Not only that, this is the one that just gets me so close to the heart. Everyone wants to be warm right now. Oh, I like, love it. Uh, I love it. It's I love way it so nature much. intended it to be. And you know what? It looks good on freaking everybody. Yeah. It looks good on everybody. I'm like really excited about going back to like the roots of a balayage. Like just like, mm-hmm. you know, hair painted, just a little bit of a sun-kissed subtle a look, a little something something, mm-hmm. but it's not like you need to leave the salon and get like a hundred people to be like, whoa, you got your hair done. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. just like, oh, there's something about her. Yeah. And I mean, there's still, there's still always going to be people that want to be for sure. Blonde, blonde, blonde. But those girlies that are like in the more lived in, Oh, I'm loving. 
I would say a big trend that I am noticing for the fall and winter, and I think it will continue probably into the spring, is a honey tone. I love the um, honey tone. Like a little honey drizzle, a little caramel, like a honey blonde, I think has been probably the most requested type of blondes. I've been getting a lot of bronze. Yes. So this also happens typically this time of year, especially when you live in a place that has seasons. Spooky season. Spooky season. (laughs) Um, We start to see, you know, brunettes wanting to be a little deeper, blondes wanting to be a little deeper as well, a little bronze. Um, Maybe adding some lowlights in. Because a lot of times, too, those who are doing lived in color want to go, let's say they're getting their hair done October, November, December, sometime mm-hmm. before Christmas. Mm-hmm. And then they may not be back until March or April in the spring yeah. when they're ready to go lighter. So they want something to carry over into the winter. Yeah. Yeah. I love the bronze trend right now. It's so pretty. And it is like having that like natural look, I think. Mm-hmm. It looks a little bit less yeah. intense. I don't know. I think that we will hopefully continue to see that more is like – people with their natural texture and just like enhanced to their natural look a little bit. I love that. Mm -hmm. Um, On that note, we should talk about what it looks like coming back from going a little bit darker. Yes. So again, this time of year, if we are adding low lights, more of a shadow root, more of a blend, or in some cases, filling your color and taking you darker overall, um, that will reverse come March or April or May when it's summer, when it's summer and you want to see more lightness in the hair. So yeah. my suggestion, and I, and I know we'll have like hairdressers and non-hairdressers, so I try to <laughs> yeah. use my words as best as possible here, is to do it with intention. Um, and if we're bringing depth back into the hair, always with a demi-permanent color. Yeah, I think you and I both tend to try and steer away from permanent color as much as we can especially with our blondes yeah I'd say permanent color is only really meant for gray coverage yeah and to be honest with you the only people that I really do permanent color on anymore are brunettes gray coverage brunettes brunettes yeah Yeah. because otherwise I feel like highlighting your hair to blend your grays is Mm -hmm. so much of a softer um, way to blend your grays than just going dark and, and a little bit more low maintenance and absolutely a little bit more cost effective yeah I kind of agree because like when you're coming in for your root touch-ups once a month and like I don't know about actually I do know about you <laughs> lots of our brunettes are coming in for like color service haircut color service haircut and then like on their third or fourth um, visit they're coming in and getting highlights as well mm-hmm. so like that's yeah. that yeah those services add up for sure mm-hmm yeah, yeah, we do a lot of brunettes with foils. Yeah. Um, yeah, this time of year, obviously, I just do, I actually prefer to not low light if I can. Like, mm-hmm. I love natural hair color and I love natural depth. So a lot of times if I have a blonde, let's say she's coming in in um, March or April, and we do a full head of foils, and maybe we do another in June or July. Yeah. And then I know that they're going to want to ultimately go bronze. Um, I might start switching them either to a partial or that super toner mm-hmm. service just to allow some of that natural depth. I'm like using my to hands here in. as if people know <laughs> yeah. um, to grow in. And then I can highlight strategically to allow that depth in there because really pop. Mm, there's yeah. nothing better than that natural. Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. So 
<laughs> there was one more trend I think we should talk about while we're here. Oh yeah, we're gonna have a little moment <gasps> for the cowboy copper. Yeah. <laughs> um, what are your thoughts on this? Why is it called cowboy copper? I don't know. I don't know. Why? I think some people are like just embracing the name, which is totally fine. Like I think I think it's the same as someone coming in being like, oh, I want like a mushroom brown. I right? think it's like just it's the, the internet gives these colors And that's what makes name. it blow up, though. But, like, the thing is, is that what people don't understand, or maybe it's because we're hairdressers, yeah. is, like, I am, like, okay, so you want a 6N all over. Right? I also think of, like, the longevity of yeah. a color like that. Red is a bitch to maintain. If you're already blonde, too, like, you would have to fill your blonde and then go in with your red um, and then for a brunette, it's actually even trickier because it's like, how bright do you want your mm-hmm. your cowboy copper to be? <laughs> your cowboy copper. <laughs> oh my God. Laura laughs because she knows I have a problem with that term. It is. It's just funny. And I think that the reason we wanted to talk about that is, yes, it's a trend. And I know we all love to hop on those trends, but I really want you to take a moment and think about the next steps for you if Mm -hmm. you're going to that copper because i'm going to tell you this right now i saw this meme the other day and i'm not going to remember it exactly but it's talking about being a whole bunch of different shades of gold when you're coming back from that yeah i mean that's the thing it's these trends it's the same as the scandy the hairline right like it's like these things happen a full scandy You know, I think if you're really interested in those type of hair trends, cowboy copper, Scandi, yeah, <laughs> that sort of thing, it's great to find a hairdresser you trust, bring it to your hairdresser and have the conversation. Some hairdressers are really great with trends. Others have other ways to achieve what you're looking for. So yeah, absolutely. I think yeah. bring it to your stylist and hopefully you have a stylist that you really trust. Yeah. That's the, that's the hope for us, at least that our clients trust us, right? Yeah. And yeah. if you are a stylist, I'm sure you have lots of really amazing clients that trust you and um yeah we're always happy to chat with anybody if you got any questions about blonde blonde hair trends our salon um where can the people find us well they can find us on instagram at uh roselle collective and collective underscore underscore conversations yeah and then you can find us both on instagram individually as well yeah yeah um i'm heather c official and i am locks by laurel and You can find new episodes of Collective Conversations every Tuesday on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Man, once a week, hey? We will sing, (laughs) dance, and entertain you. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Thanks again, guys. Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening. Join in the conversation on Instagram at collective underscore underscore conversations. Stay tuned for our next episode.